Tanis Esther is Wednesday, Wednesday night, and Thursday is Purim. And um, that might actually pose a challenge for our next guest. He is the coach of the champion Yeshiva University Maccabees, who yesterday defeated Purchase in Purchase on the road to win the Skyline Conference Championship in men's basketball. They are, for the very first time, the Maccabees, going to the, the Division Three March Madness. Later today, their official invitation to March Madness will be issued. And this basketball program that we've been following for longer than I would ever care to admit. <laughs> My brother said to me yesterday, how he remembers me following Yeshiva basketball as a kid. Um, and a program that is, I don't know, close to 90 or 100 years old at this point, finally can brag about being champions. Coach Elliot Steinmetz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, thank you, Nathan. Mazel tov. Thank you. I, mean, I, I assume you've been accepting those wishes <laughs> ever since the game ended yesterday. And, and one of the most amazing feelings I had, and I'm just a fan, I'm just a guy who loves talking about YU basketball, one of the most amazing feelings I had is everywhere I went yesterday I, at a couple of events after the game, people who know nothing about basketball, people who have never stepped foot on Yeshiva University's campus, they are all congratulating everybody. They're all feeling as if this was a big victory for the entire community. I would assume in your position you're getting a lot of that. Yeah, um, my phone's been really streaming text messages and obviously social media and emails uh, for, for the last uh, bunch of hours, which is uh, definitely a lot of fun and overwhelming. But it's uh, it's really cool to see the impact it's had. You know, kind of I would I would even say worldwide. I mean, every every you know internationally, we're hearing from people that were oh, watching yeah. the game yesterday online. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Certainly worldwide, there are people who've been following YU basketball for a long time, and again, as I said, people who know nothing about YU but realize that there's a team of yeshiva guys. Who are who are representing the Jewish people on the basketball court? Must be a good feeling to shoot sixty three percent from the three point range in the first half, huh? Yeah, that, that helps a little bit. <laughs> that does help, doesn't it? That ball was going in, and it, and, I'll, and I'll tell you one thing that really impresses me about your team is that they they play till the end. It is it, it is amazing. You know, if there's one message I would say to your players. It's amazing how they leave it all on the court. And I know that that's a uh, you know a phrase and an expression and something that coaches say all the time. But it seems your guys know what it's like to play until there are zeros on the scoreboard. It's true. I mean, we, we've had a very trying season. We've had a lot of injuries. We had a, a point in the season for about three or four weeks where we only had seven guys dressing for games. So you know these guys really learned how to kind of fight through anything. Um, you know, play a lot of minutes and really finish out games and close out games, even in tough situations. So it's really a testament to them and, and kind of going through all that adversity and, and, you know, learning how to make it a, a positive by the end of the season. What was the message at halftime? You did have a lead at halftime. What was the message? The message was really just to kind of, you know, try to adjust, you know, based on, you know to basically to assume we weren't going to shoot 63% in the second half of three, <laughs> right. to try to try to make some adjustments and be able to get, you know, a little bit of uh, easier looks at the basket and, and obviously just continue to defend and rebound so that we could, you know, win the half. Yeah, unbelievable. Elliot Steinmetz with us, champion Yeshiva University coach. They go to the Division Three March Madness. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Um, toward the end, not even toward the end, the middle of the second half, um, it, it felt like an eternity getting to about the 10-minute mark, and there was a timeout with around 10 minutes left to go. 
And I was wondering if the if the message you were giving the team in the huddle was something like, this is going to be the longest 10 minutes of your lives. So don't think that this game is coming to an end anytime soon. You're going to have to work like crazy in order to get to the final moments. Did it feel like that, that the final 10 minutes just kept crawling? It does. It's always like that. And then obviously it starts to speed up once they come back and, and you know, get closer, tie the game, take a lead, and then, you know, kind of fighting for, for you know, take, fighting for position the rest of the way. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's always like that. You know, we go into halftime, and, and you know, I remember when to halftime at Farmingdale, we're up 17, and I turned to uh, Benji Ritholtz, uh, one of my assistants, and I was like, okay, now I'm really nervous. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing last night. You go into halftime, you know, yesterday, you go into halftime with a lead, and, you know, you know, you're trying to figure out how you can hold on to it because you know the other team is really good. And one of the strangest comments made to me yesterday at the half, one of the fans said to me, I'd rather be up by five than be up by 20. And I think uh, you understand what that means. As, as much as you'd prefer to be up by 20, I think you know what he means by that. <laughs> I, I get it. I'd rather be up by 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Elliot Steinmetz, coach of the champion Yeshiva University Maccabees, is with us live via telephone. Yesterday, the big victory that everybody is talking about, to say the least. And I'll say to you, before we talk about the next few days, let me say to you again what I've said to you before on the air. It is, uh, it, it's a team that's really easy to love. These guys seem like an amazing bunch of guys. They represent the Jewish people in glorious fashion. Anybody who thinks that one can't make an impact uh, for the Jewish people on a basketball court is wrong as far as I'm concerned. I know, you, I know that you get that. And it, it just must be remarkable. As that, as that clock was counting down, you must have felt so great for them that they've done all they've done all year and they got to this point. Yeah, they're they're a great group, and and like you said, they're easy to love, and and lucky for us, they're pretty much all sophomores. So you know, right. we'll get the the bulk of them we'll have for the next couple of years back, which will be you know a lot of fun and uh, an enjoyable experience for the next few years, both on and off the court. They're really just great kids. Um, but yeah, why, the clock's winding down, and you know, I'm kind of saying to myself, I, I recruited these kids to you know hopefully be, have a chance to win in the next couple of years, and I, I just can't believe they were able to do it as sophomores. It's unbelievable. What an incredible accomplishment, and uh, they deserve all the credit in the world. Now, I, you know, I, I try not to meddle, but I did. <laughs> I, in this case, I did. I, I got a message uh, to the guys who were doing Max Live. I don't, I don't know, and they're young, so I have no, no time to if they, uh, if they didn't, if they didn't get it. But I said, if you guys are up, you know, with a significant lead in the last minute of the game, they've got to tell the world through their medium that every single coach and player and assistant coach and fan is on that court right now feeling feeling what that team is feeling. And you know how many former players were in that room yesterday? How many former players of YU were in purchase yesterday just quelling with the accomplishment? And as far as I'm concerned, I think they had a right to quell. I think, I think the whole history of Yeshiva University basketball was there on that court yesterday. No, I agree completely. There, there were there were players that I've coached. There were players that Coach Halpert had for many years. That that you know many years ago that were there. There were, there were a lot of older players there. You know, from from past generations that were there to support us, which was awesome. Um, and they're all a part of it. There's no doubt. I mean, this this whole thing started you know a lot of years ago. This is uh, I'm just lucky enough to carry the baton forward and and you know be the one who's standing there now. But this this thing was built from the ground up many years ago. Yeah, it's amazing. Elliot Steinmetz with us, coaches YU. All right, before I ask you. About the next few days, last question about yesterday, and I don't know if coaches give an honest answer to this, but I hope you would. At what point during this season, because you know, <laughs> I could review for you, you know exactly what your record was during each week during this season. Uh, at what point during the season did you think this could be done? Did you say to yourself, you know, if things break right and we stay healthy, we really could for the first time be champions? 
So, so we really always felt that way from the beginning, from the beginning of the year. The only issue we had were all these injuries, you know. So, you know, once we started losing players, it started to get very, very, uh, you know, very, very bleak, and it became very tough to kind of look forward on the season, um, you know. But as we started to get healthy, and obviously when uh, when Gabriel Eifer joined in January, it gave us a little bit of depth, and obviously a very talented player who who joined the mix. We started to kind of pick our heads up again and look forward and say, hey, you know, we're four and six in the conference. Hey, we got to find a way to win, uh, you know, win twelve games and then get into the tournament, and that's exactly what we did. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, I love – you know how I love this. I love the fact that the nation is going to learn what Shabbos is all about because of you guys. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're assuming – I know you have no confirmation yet, obviously, because this is happening at 1230 today. But you are assuming that whenever the first round game was scheduled, it was likely for this coming Friday night. Am I right? I believe that's the case. Yeah, my understanding is they play Friday Shabbos uh, or Friday night and then Shabbos right. afternoon, some, something of that sort. Um, you know, obviously accommodations will be made. <laughs> it, it, my understanding, and we won't know till later today, is that we would probably play Friday around noon, mm-hmm. and then either Saturday night or Sunday if we are to advance. All right, and you wouldn't know where that is yet, correct? No. Right. We'll find that out on the selection show at 1230. Yeah. We're just wondering if there's a possibility of actually going and driving back to the New York area for Shabbos after the game. Uh, that was a discussion in my house last night. Uh, but then, on top of that, Nahum Siegel gets his dream. Not only does the nation learn about Shabbos, and the committee have to consider that Yeshiva University will refuse, obviously, uh, to play on Shabbos, but then you have this whole... Purim aspect. If you guys are playing Friday afternoon, I would assume Thursday is going to have to be balanced between Purim and basketball. Explain what the plan is for this week. Yeah, so we're, we're waiting to see exactly what happens today, but it, it's a possibility that Thursday will have to be a travel day for us, which will be uh, definitely interesting, and depending <laughs> on where we're going and what time we have to leave, um, you know, Rabbi Josh Joseph has offered to come and lane Megillah. Nice! If we, need. Um, we may end up doing a perm suda as a team on the road somewhere. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, and then obviously depending on uh, what area we are and, you know, what kind of community in terms of Jewish communities are nearby, we may, we may look to borrow a gym just to get a practice in oh. at some point. I'm Elliot, this stuff gives me goosebumps and chills. I'm telling you, the fact that that Purim becomes a factor and that you're forced, as you just described, to have a Purim suited together as a team, it's just amazing. I think I think it's great timing, if you ask me. Yeah, I think it's really cool, and it's obviously made for uh, great. You know, great rally cries in the crowds at these games. So. <laughs> yeah, the Misha Nech is really helpful. That gets you guys going, that's for sure. It's what. Yeah. I, oh, and by the way, by the way, I can't let this conversation end without you acknowledging the hundreds of people that were there yesterday as the sixth man, as the expression goes, uh, supporting YU. It, it must have been amazing to be on the road in a championship game and in many ways feeling like it's a home game. It did. It felt like it was home. It was really just a special atmosphere, and then you know, you know, the guys. Could, we 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 went out to dinner afterwards as a team, and all the guys could talk about was how awesome it was to have support from the community and have all those people show up at the gym for that game. Well, unbelievable. By the way, last night I placed a call to Mr. Aaron Kindlerer, who is out of town for the weekend. Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, uh, he is among the greatest YU fans of, uh, of of the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years. You know how many games he's been to, etc. Uh, he was at all, all of mine when I was playing. Wow, unbelievable. So he was yelling at the ref for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. I actually think I could have heard him from wherever he was yesterday. <laughs> so I said I, I had to call him with some mazel tov. There are a lot of people, a lot of people who have felt this connection for so many years who were just celebrating. I, I had, like I say, I had people in my own life who uh, – you know, realized how important this was to me and just felt great that all this was going on. And these, these kids did such a remarkable job. And every time you needed a big play, 
And we know how often anybody who follows the NBA or any type of basketball, how often their teams let them down when you, when you need a big shot or a big play. But yesterday, just like the rest of this season, every time you needed a big rebound, every time you needed a big layup, every time you needed a big three, it seemed you guys always responded. So it was just remarkable watching them. And uh, what, what can I say? Congratulations. Just a, The whole thing is remarkable. And now t- today, can't wait for today. Will the team be together when you find out all this info about the uh, March Madness? We will. We're, we're going to get together at about 12.15, uh, uh, have lunch, and then watch the selection show together. Boy, oh boy. And you have no idea where you'll be or who you'll play yet. But that must be a challenge for you. The moment you find out about the team, meaning the identity of the team who's your opponent, you've got to start watching film and preparing for them. Yeah, the way it works, I think you actually have to prepare for three teams at a time, especially with the Shabbos issue. Uh, yeah. We'll play Friday. We'll probably play again Saturday night. You know, depending on if if we were to win on Friday, we'd have to turn around and be ready for two, you know, two potential teams Saturday night, depending on who wins the other game. Gosh, I'll tell you. So Friday night's Miros, followed by a schmooze about the opponent for Saturday night. I'm, I'm going to have to talk to Rob Schachter about that one. <laughs> Elliot, you're amazing. Thank you. So congratulations again. Thank you so much for, for joining us all these times during the year and continued success. As we know, you are champions, but there's more work to be done, right? There always is. We're, you know, we're, we're not satisfied. We're always looking forward for the next game. We want to keep playing. Amazing. Good luck this weekend, and happy Purim and to the entire team. Enjoy this incredible Purim and Shabbos together. Uh, really remarkable what you've done, and the Jewish people are the beneficiaries of it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Elliot Steinmetz, he is the coach of the champion Yeshiva University Maccabees, the Max are number one in the Skyline Conference. They had never, they had never been involved in any type of championship round where they went to the final and won the final game. This is the first time in their history. And as you could uh, see, or as you could hear from the word on the street and those who are talking about YU basketball, who know nothing about YU, who know nothing about basketball, (laughs) you could see that this has made quite an impression on our community, and we are very, very proud. 23 minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.